My wife and I used to always note how one of our children always seemed to find a way to get into trouble. It would seem that whenever we left the house, he would somehow find a way to get injured and harmed because of what he was doing. We actually joked that every time we left the house, we needed to bring the first aid kit because of him. Well, it turns out one day he was on the playground, playing on the slide, and he went down the slide, but not the way you're supposed to go down the slide. He actually fell from the very top of the slide down the edge, and we saw him fall head first off the edge. Thanks to God, he didn't land on his neck, but he landed safely on his side and really wasn't too harmed and was okay. Do you ever have that happen to you where you're just enjoying life's playground and things are going well and suddenly a single event causes you to be fearful and uncertain and unnerved? Certainly that happens to all of us. Well, this morning we see how the disciples were troubled and beginning to be troubled because of a shocking turn of events that was unexpected for them. But Jesus shares with them some words of comfort in John chapter 14. And those are words which calm our troubled hearts. The disciples were hearing from Jesus that they were reaching the pinnacle of his ministry. As he says to them, now is the time for me to be glorified. You can imagine them seeing the, the height of glory as Jesus removes all suffering, ushers in a reign of lasting peace, and brings them to a place of security. But then, imagine how they felt when Jesus explained to them that day that he was going to face terrible suffering. And they would see later on that Jesus was going to be down in the ground with his face to the dirt, crying out to the Father in agony of what was coming on him, how they were going to see him betrayed, handed over, bound, beaten, crucified. Death was ultimately in the picture. And so Jesus told his disciples, where I am now going, you cannot follow. I'm sure their, their hearts were troubled, and Jesus did need to say to them, do not let your hearts be troubled. He was going to die. Now, you and I, of course, face many circumstances which cause us to be troubled, but death is probably one of those that hits all of us. The threat of death or the fear of death causes our hearts to be stirred with trouble. You know, that child that fell off the top of the slide wasn't the only one that caused us to fear death and the threat of death for our children. In fact, it was within a short window of time that every one of our children nearly died because of something they faced. Not long after the slide incident, another child fell ill. And because of his sickness, he became sick and listless and weak. We had to rush him to the emergency room where he spent four days in the children's hospital hooked up to an IV. Thanks to God, he did recover. But certainly our hearts were unnerved that if any of our children ever got a fever or became sick, we were on edge. And it wasn't too long after that that the weather got warmer outside and we decided to go on a bike ride. And the older children were biking. When I saw a busy street ahead, I came to a complete stop. But one of those children decided they did not want to stop and went straight ahead and into the busy street. And... 
the threat of death was once again near. But thanks to God, the, the car that was coming the way of the child swerved just in time to avoid running them over. But you can imagine, even though we lived to see another day, we were unnerved and on edge every time we went out on our bikes, and it was some time before we felt comfortable biking again. And not too long after that, another child who had recently started swimming lessons was invited to go swimming by another family. And he decided that he probably could go swimming now, so he deserted his flotation device and went into the deep end of the pool. And if it weren't for someone shouting out in alarm, he probably would have remained floundering underneath the water with nobody catching or noticing. My heart is still troubled when I, when I think about how helplessly I can picture him under the water. Thanks to God, he survived, but the urgency of swimming lessons and the need to be protected and secure was all the more seen. And I could go on, because within a few months, three more of my children also faced instances where they were threatened and nearly died. But I'm not the only one. This is something that happens all the time. The, the threats and tragedies of this life cause our hearts to be troubled. Every year, believe it or not, on playgrounds, places that are supposed to be fun, hundreds of thousands of people, children in our country, face injury and are rushed to the emergency room, and some of them die. Ten. Ten is the number of children in our nation that die each day from drowning in a neighborhood pool. And statistics abound on the number of children that are injured on bicycles or car accidents each day. Hundreds of thousands. Many of them die. And it seems this year, many children face illness and some of them die. More so this year than others it would be apparent. But the change around in all these is sudden and unsettles the heart for every parent, and not just parents. There are many who have faced tragedy in their lives. There are those who, be, who serve in the armed forces or are first responders, and because of something that they face either on the war scene or crime or some tragedy, their hearts are unsettled and unnerved. And there are many who, because their spouse has deserted, betrayed, or abandoned them, have had their hearts so troubled that they're unable to make themselves vulnerable and to experience love like they did before. And there are many parents who, though they may not have lost a child that you can see, have lost a child through something like miscarriage. And they're unnerved and on edge. Their hearts are troubled as they wonder what threats lie ahead. And whatever it might be that you have faced, you've probably experienced it. Our hearts are quickly troubled in this world. Jesus speaks to his troubled disciples. As we read in John 14, they know what is about to happen and hear it from him. Where I'm going, you cannot come. And they sense death is ahead for him. Jesus' words of comfort for them are also words of comfort for us. As he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. His response, believe in God. Believe also in me. See, the, the response for all the things that unsettle our hearts in this life is not for God to pull us out of this world right away 
or to remove all fears and troubles. The response that God and plan that he has is not to make us immune to suffering in this life. There will be threats, there will be dangers, and there certainly are things that can cause trouble for every one of us. But God's plan is far greater. His plan is to provide something for us that will make us forever secure. Jesus says, trust, believe, trust in God and trust also in me. Here's God's plan. In my Father's house are many mansions, that is, rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Our Father's plan to remove our troubles and to calm our troubled hearts is to provide for us a place of perfect security and to promise us that he will take us to that place of perfect security, peace, and rest, that we may be with him. And our triune God promises that he will rescue us from this world of trouble and death and bring us to that bright, perfect place where we will be secure at home and with him. How can we know that this is what's in store? Trust in God. Jesus says, trust in me. In order that we might be fully secure and at peace and that our hearts might be calmed in every trouble, Jesus came and faced the troubles for us. Jesus said as he approached the cross, my heart is troubled. And when his heart was greatly troubled in him, it wasn't because of something unexpected. It was his plan. Our hearts are troubled because our plans for security and peace fall through. But Jesus' plan would be carried out as he faced the cross and he faced all suffering. And though he did not deserve the suffering or the pain that he struggled under at the cross, Jesus suffered in the place of every sinner, you and me, in order that we might be fully free to enter into his perfect place of rest taking away the price and punishment of our sin. Jesus promises, don't be afraid, trust in me. There is a place that is being prepared for you because the one who died for us is now alive again. He rose to life and he will bring us to a perfect place. He will bring a reign of peace to the ends of the earth and we will be secure with him. In my Father's house, Jesus says, are many places, many mansions, and there's a room for you, and I will bring you to it that you may be with me. You know, it might be that we try to find rest or security in our own methods. We might try to trust in ourselves as we bring the emergency kit, as we go to the firing range, as we train and prepare for programs, put on personal protective equipment, and as we try to do every measure of protection that we can. But it will never calm our troubled hearts. Please don't misunderstand. Trips to the ER, personal protective equipment, firearms and other things and home security systems aren't bad but they'll never fully remove the troubles that face our hearts, the fears and uncertainty of death. 
But there is one who can and who does. And he says, trust in God. Trust in me. Jesus, the Son of God, calms our troubled hearts by the promise of taking us to that bright place where we will no longer face troubles and fears, but we will forever be at peace and be secure and be with him. Jesus said, where I'm going, you cannot follow. Not follow now. But he also added, I'm coming back. And when I come back, I will take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. And together with Jesus and all who trust in God, we will forever be free from troubles and our hearts will be at peace forever in the house of our Father. Amen.